Field Carry Texas podcast. You got Todd and Evan here. If you haven't gone uh, and followed us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get all your podcasts, go like and subscribe. Leave us a review if you're feeling very generous. Uh, that'll help anybody that's looking for any 2A gun-related content. Uh, it'll help the algorithm and help them find us. Um, if you like what we're doing here go ahead and follow us over on our ig pages we got uh, our podcast page at concealed carry texas podcast and then you can also follow us on our training page at citizen defense and that is just citizen underscore defense uh, and then you can if you're local and you're looking to take any classes you can go look us up on the web at www.citizendefense.net <coughs> so coming up here on thanksgiving where um we thought we would kind of get away from the doom and gloom and kind of share some of our stories and experiences kind of entertainment uh stuff funny situations cringe situations things that we've encountered whether it's been uh uh you know personal experience personal experience or um you know situations at the gun range or the gun store or whatever uh and you know just give y'all another layer to kind of get to know us right so um evan do you have anything good that you know any experiences that you've had that's like laugh worthy yeah so probably my uh i'm gonna start this one off with uh i went through a little spell um i don't know it's probably been two three years ago but where i got on a binge of hey you know what all the guns i have i'm gonna clean them i'm gonna get to know them better you know i'm gonna go through them and uh, just kind of start breaking them down, get used to breaking them down. Um, and, you know, so I set me up a little table in the living room to clean. And so, like, at, you know, every other night or so, you know, I'd grab a different gun. Like, okay, let's look up, you know, a YouTube video how to clean it or look up, you know, something. Or if I had owner's manual, right, something I'm not familiar with it, look at it, you know, okay, I'm going to clean this, you know, go through, lube it up, get it running good. Um, So, you know, I'm kind of, I'd probably made it probably halfway through the guns I had, and then at work, uh, we kind of started a new set at work, and some of the guys at work were talking about going and shooting uh, skeet. Now, this was leading up to dove season. Dove season was, we were probably in July, end of July. So dove season was, you know, around the corner and I hadn't shot much. I hadn't really shot anything since the last dove season. So yeah, you know what? I'm in on it. Um, you know, it was probably seven different guys that were talking about going by the time we got everybody squared up, um, lined out, you know, and we had planned it for basically a week away from when we started talking about it. So, um, as the time leads up to it, we're like, okay, you know, you know, had trash talk goes back and forth you know, everybody's talking about how they're going to be side betting, you know, oh, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to knock you out. Um, and that's just ongoing, right? Like kind of anybody that's at least a little bit competitive, that tends to happen. So I had actually gotten a shotgun given to me um, by a family member that no longer was going to use it. You know, it had been sitting for an extended period of time. Um, didn't really know the last time they'd used it. So it was like, okay, you know, well, that's fine. Um, it was a little, it was a semi-auto shotgun. Uh, I was like, all right, you know what? Cool. I'll, I'll take this gun, right? This will be the gun that I'm going to show everybody up with. Um, you know, I'm going to do some good with it. Everybody's, everybody's going to want to, 
everybody's going to want to have it. Everybody's going to want to, you know, buy it off of me. So that's my plan. So I clean it, you know, I watch a video on it. It wasn't a brand that I had or a model that I had. So I watch a video on it. You know, I sit there, I'm watching my show, you know, I'm cleaning it, get it all cleaned up, get it put in a case to take with me to go shoot skeet. Well, big day arrives, you know, I, I load it up and I always bring Anytime I'm going to shoot a shotgun, I always bring an extra shotgun just in case. You know, I hadn't had it happen to me so far, but just in case something happens and, you know, something malfunctions, something breaks, you got one to keep going, right? Don't want to be sitting out at the range with nothing to shoot. Um, we make it out there, you know, pretty day. Uh, it's earlier in the morning since we knew it was going to be hot during the day. Uh, we decide we're going to play baseball. Um, and that's basically where... You shoot, and if the person behind you picks a piece off of your clay that you shoot, like you shoot it, you leave a big piece out there, person shoots it, you know, then you get a strike, and three strikes and you're out. So, okay, game's established, that's what we're going to do, right? Wind's blowing, you know, a little bit. Um, it's got a couple different automatic slingers. We say, okay, you know, person, first person up gets to choose where it comes from. Cool. Uh, first person, you know, I'm third in line first person boom they sling it out there they you know they put their beat on it and completely miss solid clay flying out there second person shoots barely breaks a chip off of it so still almost a solid clay and i'm like all right you know what i grew up doing this it's on i got it you know i draw that bead down on it, i put it right on that clay squeeze the trigger click nothing happens guy behind me boom blows the clay up well, got my first strike, and all the bragging I did is out the window. Yeah, so anyway, so that whole day and for the following time, you know, basically I was called blank or mess up or something to that nature because here I did, I spent all this time talking trash, cleaning the gun, ended up showing up with a gun that wouldn't even fire. So that's kind of my story to start this off. Hey, you know, and that's that's kind of a good point to, you know, paying attention to, you know the mechanical set if you're into if you're cleaning your own firearms doing your own maintenance um you know adding it adding uh aftermarket stuff in you know pay attention to what's going on and what you're doing and like i mean it goes to show like you know we're not perfect either it it happened it happens to all of us right unfortunately yeah um man i guess i would one that comes to mind in like gun related kind of mishap kind of thing not necessarily a mishap just kind of an interesting situation um my family used to have farmland and back and this is back in high school right so a little ways a little time ago and when my family farmed there we we had a spot set up to where we could side in rifles i grew up deer hunting and um so there's a friend of mine at the time he had a seven millimeter 08 and he was trying to get it sighted in and we were out there one evening and we were having troubles getting it sighted in and i came down to the conclusion that it was an issue with the scope and my dad come around the corner from being in the bottom and stopped to see what we were doing and told him the situation what was going on and my old man can be very cocky and so he was like, ah, y'all just don't know how to shoot. Let me, let me get it and I'll show you where it's hit. And, and so he had this little pillow in his truck that he used for lumbar support. 
And so he got it out and, you know, we didn't have a bench rest. We either used the hood of our truck or the tailgate, right? So he puts the pillow on the hood of his truck. Now the seven millimeter 08 was, I don't know if it was a custom build because this guy, him and his dad and his grandpa, they were a little bit shorter. And so this rifle was a little bit of a shorter build of a rifle. So my dad went to go get a rest on the pillow. Well, when he rested it on the pillow, he rested it far enough forward that the the pillow was kind of rising up above the muzzle, and he didn't realize it. And so he sighted in. Well, he got a rest, and he shot. And when he shot, like, the pillow just exploded. And there's, like, we're out here in the middle of nowhere. He's laid up on the hood of his truck. There's, like, pillows. It looks like it's snowing out here in the middle of October, right? (laughs) And, um... And he's gonna, you know, he get he he fires a shot. He's like, "Oh, that's where it's at." What is all this stuff that's falling all over the hood of the truck? And you know, in in the moment, like we were dying laughing. We thought it was hilarious, and it took him a minute to realize what was going on. But um, off the top of my head, like it's mishap related. That's that's personal experience. That's the one that that comes to mind. Um, yeah. The uh the next one I've got actually was so I, I personally bought my first rifle uh, whenever I was eighteen. Uh, bought it. Um, had to put a uh, scope on it. Uh, so it was the first time you know first delving off. Uh, I went side den rifles before. They always had scopes on them, so it was kind of a this was kind of a new thing for me. Never put a scope on before, so okay, here we go. You know, I'm gonna try it. You know, again watch a couple videos, talk to a couple people, you know, like, okay, here's what you need. Here's your scope rings. Here's all this stuff. Go home, you know, I get it set up. Um, then I come to the whole like leveling thing. I'm like, what is this? How do I do this? Anyways, get it figured out, right? Get it. I get it, um, in the scope rings, mounted on the rifle. Cool. I'm good to go. All right. Now next I got to go sight this thing in. Like I'm excited, right? I, I bought this rifle, with my own money. First rifle I bought. Um, since I turned 18, um, kind of a big deal. It was one that I literally had to wait on from the, uh, gun store cause they were on back order. So it's like, all right, cool. You know, I've, I've waited, I've kind of put a little bit of time and, uh, effort into getting this rifle, um, get to the range. And I'm like, all right, here we go. You know, um, set up about a hundred yards. Um, again, first time doing it from bare you know, bare bones, not having a scope on the rifle set up. I'm looking down range, you know, squeeze the trigger and I, I see it like it, it hits, it misses a target, but I can see the puff. I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, I missed to the left. All right. You know, make my little adjustment, shoot again. Now I'm like off to the right. I'm like, wow, that was a, wasn't that much of an adjustment, but it moved a lot. I'm like, crap. Okay. You know, I'm like, just logic i'll go half back the other way right boom it's still wide to the right I'm like huh that's weird like, all right let me hold on a second like i look at it and i'm like okay you know i didn't i don't think i moved anything what's going on okay you know so i'm like all right let me move over here i'll i'll move up to 50 yards luckily this uh range had a 50 yard uh target all right cool put my paper up all that i'm like all right here we go you know it's so close i'm not rifle never gonna miss this shoot and it's like you know 
it was the old, uh, just a circle target. Uh, one of the ones that are fluorescent and all that. So it was probably a six inch target. And it's like, boom, just outside of that to the left of it. I'm like, okay, that's weird. I was shooting to the right at a hundred. Hmm. All right. Okay. Make a, you know, I'll make a small adjustment now. Still to the left. I'm like, what is going on? You know, well, I ended up putting about 20 rounds through it and I never figured it out. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to call a timeout today. You know, I'll get someone to come out here and help me. Um, you know, took it back. Um, ended up getting a friend to come out there and help me the next day. We tried shooting it again. It's like, huh, okay. You know, a little bit off. He's like, okay. Shoots it again. Like it's now it's moved completely across the target and he never even adjusted it. I'm like, man, did I, you know, is my scope broken? What did I do? You know, what did I break? And uh, he reaches up and goes to adjust the turret on the scope rather than actually doing the adjustment. You know, this one you could adjust for windage and all that. And he's like, ah, this, let me try to... He goes to turn it and the scope pivots. I'm like, oh, that's not right. So <laughs> apparently, come to find out, I had bought... Or whenever I bought the scope, I had bought two big scope rings for it. So every time I shot, it was wiggling in my scope rings. Now, that was just my... You know, that was my first, that was my first taste of putting on my own, you know, buying my own scope, buying my own scope rings, buying all that. Right. And then I got to the range and, you know, here I'm, I'm just putting, you know, round, round, round through it. And, you know, I'm moving different targets closer, farther, you know, and I can't ever get a beat on it and come to find out it was, of course, operator error. I put the scope on wrong and ended up having the wrong equipment. So now I ended up having to have someone else come out and tell me that, Hey, dumb, dumb. You put the wrong equipment on this gun. That's why you can't do it. That was my next story. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've had a situation with... I'm sure I probably had some situation with the scope where the rings weren't quite torqued down in some sort of shift. Um, So this is one that... It uh, falls under the trap shooting situation, but it it falls into the category of near miss. Okay. near miss situation um yeah. so at the same this falls into the same time where my family still had the farmland so when they had that there's a big lake out there and they started the tradition of throwing a super bowl party and so whenever they had the super bowl party they always threw a skeet shoot right mm-hmm. and so we I, I grew up as a kid doing that so this was probably, I don't know, this had to be around senior year, somewhere like that. I, I, I knew I was driving at this point. I remember that okay. much. And so this was, there's a, a guy that I was friends with at the time. He was, uh, he was, a, him and his brother duck hunted. I don't know if they were worth a damn or not. They claimed they were, but he came out there to shoot with us. And so it was my turn up and, uh, we were kind of, I don't think we were playing like the Hickey's game like you were talking about. We were doing a different one. But uh, there were other people kind of in the lineup, and I got ready to shoot, and the the slinger threw the clay, and I raised my gun up, and I was about to shoot, but I didn't pull the trigger because I heard another shot go off. And so I stop, look around. Everybody else is kind of looking around, and I'm like, who shot? Everybody's like, no, not mm-hmm. me, you know, not me. Start looking around and like, oh, not me. And it's like, all right, well, somebody clearly shot. 
you know, yeah. we hear it. And that particular guy that I'm talking about, he was standing behind me and he kind of had, he had had his shotgun like through his arm kind of angling, you know, pointed down at the ground. Um, and I noticed probably about, I don't know, maybe four foot behind me, there was like this big divot in the ground. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I, it, and it, you know, it mm. dawned on me and I'm like, no way. No way this just happened. And I I asked him, I was like, okay, did you did you fire a shot off behind me? Like, was this intentional or what? And his response was, man, I thought my safety was on. I was sure it was on. And for some reason, something in my head told mm-hmm. me to pull the trigger to check. And it went off mm-hmm. in the ground mm-hmm. behind me. And so luckily, you know, everything was pointed down and it, you know, I mean, even though that it was, you know, target loads, it was still, I mean, it was close enough that it definitely could have, you know, been catastrophic. Right. So Mm -hmm. it was, yeah, that was one of those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Moments. It was like, huh, how about that? (laughs) Yeah. That'll definitely make you worry a little bit. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, what about anything see, what like one, ranges, any gun stores? You know, there's always there's always odd ducks in the gun store. You know, those individuals. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was trying to think of. Is what was my strangest encounter in the gun store? So I've talked to. There's been a couple times where I've talked to a gun clerk, like one of the guys or women working at the store, and it was kind of an odd. I've had an odd situation. So there was one. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember what gun I was looking for. I think it was. Uh, so I, I like to collect World War II rifles. And uh, I went into the store and I, I knew before they had had a, a couple M1 Garands on the wall. And I'd been kind of looking at them, you know, now the time being what it is. I wish I'd have bought one back then. But, you know, I'd always kind of look at them and, you know, kind of the whole what if, you know, I'm making you know, eight, nine dollars an hour. And I'm like, ah, dude, this $600 gun, man, I just can't afford it. I don't know how I'm going to pay for this thing. Um, and especially at that time, it's like, I'm, there's, I can't justify getting it. There's other guns I want before it, but you know, I'm looking at him and he came over and he had seen me there a couple of times before. And, um, he's like, Hey, you want that gun? I'm like, well, yeah, you know, been kind of wanting this gun for a while i've been looking at it off and on uh trying to trying to justify getting it he's like oh yeah i get it i get it he's like uh well you know i mean i feel the same way you know there's stuff that i want that i can't buy i'm like yeah you know i get it he's like uh well what are you willing to do for it i'm like all right (laughs) this is kind of getting weird i'm like uh uh i'm like i'm I guess work. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to see what you know. I'm trying to. Then he tried to play it. I was like, oh, I was just trying to make sure you weren't going to try to rob us or something. I'm like, yeah, that was not the feeling I was just getting <laughs> from you. I was like, all right. I need to say I didn't go back in there and look at it anymore. That was a, that was one of those where I was like, okay, I'm not sure where we were going with this one, but you but didn't, didn't want to find out. I didn't exactly want to find out. Yeah, that was mm. one that just kind of walked out of there, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe I'll get one later." Oh, uh, 
What about you? You got any gun store or gun range? Gun store really isn't, I don't have too much because most of anything that I encounter in the gun store is generally a, it's with clerks or people working the counter that really don't know as much as they should. Um, you know, they're just salesmen, but for the, for the range. So there was, there was one time like in my early years of like getting into handguns, right? Like 21. Um, Mm -hmm. we went to this one gun range. It was an outdoor range. It was over in Cyprus and they had the, just the, the outdoor pistol bays. I went with a friend and we were shooting one morning and there's a guy next to me, and it's from what I can understand, it sounded like he had his his girlfriend's little brother with him, and he was like involving him and you know showing him how to shoot and stuff. And it was some very interesting. I say interesting. It was it was macho bro talk. A lot of going on, and so he was telling this no, kid, yeah. and this kid yeah. was in his teens, right? And this guy is like, oh, man, you see this gun right here? This is a 1911-45. This is the best gun you can get. You know, there's there's <laughs> nothing else better than this. Um, and uh, he's like, I, I'm mm. this gun's so great. And he's like, you see that bullseye out there? He's like, I can put every single round, like, and it's like, you know, the quarter inch red dot or whatever, like the B10 bullseye, you know. He's like, I yeah, can put every yeah. single round in that X yeah. ring. And so I heard him talking about that. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop and watch this whole thing go down, okay? And so I lay my stuff down and I'm sitting there watching. And the guy gets his gun up and he starts shooting. And I mean, it looks like. I mean, it looks like buckshot all over the paper, right? It looks, it looks bad. And he stops and he looks and he looks back and I guess his little girl, his girlfriend's little yeah. brother, and he goes, "Well, I guess my sights got knocked off." And, and I busted out laughing. And after that, he kind of like gave me a dirty look, and it wasn't long. He like packed the stuff up and left with the guy. But that was probably the most entertaining experience that I had seen. <laughs> at the range um outside of that nothing really too crazy uh luckily i've never been around when anything wild happened i know that particular range there they had somebody that was the one they had there was staff there working or cleaning a rifle and it went off um and shot a customer and killed a customer there on the firing line at the bench. That was, oh, God, wow. dog, I don't remember the name of that range, but it was in Cyprus. I remember that much. Isn't that hot, hot something? Hot Wells. That was it. Yeah. The Hot Wells range. I so, remember the. Yeah. I went there in the early years. Outside of that, I really haven't had too much. Um, my dad caught himself in the, on fire in the deer stand one time um, when I was in high school. That was an experience. That's one we always talk about at Thanksgiving. That happened at Thanksgiving, so that was always the kind of the story that we always told. But yeah, a Thanksgiving story to tell. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. really about all I have. Um, nothing else too wild. The near miss is probably the biggest takeaway I would say from 
from any of my stuff. Um, yeah. Training class. I even yeah. think about training classes. You know what? Yeah, any that's about all. Oh, go ahead. Uh, any experience yeah. I had with training classes, it's not the nothing crazy, but you've seen the guys that show up with, you know, it's it's a concealed, it's a class focused on concealment, oh, yeah. and you got the guys fulling up in like full tat gear or full 5'11 head to toe, and you had to think to yourself, yeah. mm-hmm. do you dress that way every single day, or did you buy, it looks like they just took the tags off of it, mm, you know, that morning, right. so... But that's just like a, I guess you say yeah, a cringe you gotta, thing. You gotta look your best. Yeah. But yeah, so guys, like we yeah, said, we're. Um, I don't have a whole lot of other just funny ones. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, like I said, we're keeping this one short. This is just kind of our little thanks, Thanksgiving special here. Uh, if you want to call it a special, just something to get us away from the doom and gloom of everything going off in the world. Everybody, I hope y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. Um, stay tuned. We'll be, you know, putting out more content, trying to get more, uh, I say high profile, not high profile, but significant people on here to talk to and have some good discussions and we'll be doing some more training here in the future. So stay tuned, keep following us on social media, share our content. If you like it, tell your friends, family, and we can use all the help we can to get our content out to everybody that that it can help. So till next time, guys, y'all have a happy Thanksgiving and y'all stay safe. All righty.